0: Listen to God's Word for October 23rd. Today's reading includes Mark 6 and Luke 9. May God bless this reading of His Word. Mark 6 Jesus went on from there and came to His hometown, accompanied by His disciples. When the Sabbath came, He began to teach in the synagogue. And many who heard him were astonished. Where did this man get these ideas? they asked. What is this wisdom he has been given? And how can he perform such miracles? Isn't this the carpenter, the son of Mary, and the brother of James, Joseph, Judas, and Simon? Aren't his sisters here with us as well? And they took offense at him. Then Jesus said to them, Only in his hometown, among his relatives, and in his own household, is a prophet without honor. So he could not perform any miracles there, except to lay his hands on a few of the sick and heal them. And he was amazed at their unbelief. And he went around from village to village, teaching the people. Then Jesus called the twelve to him, and began to send them out two by two giving them authority over unclean spirits. He instructed them to take nothing but a staff for the journey, no bread, no bag, no money in their belts, and to wear sandals, but not a second tunic. And he told them, When you enter a house, stay there until you leave that area. If anyone will not welcome you or listen to you, shake the dust off your feet when you leave that place, as a testimony against them. So they set out and preached that the people should repent. They also drove out many demons and healed many of the sick, anointing them with oil. Now King Herod heard about this, for Jesus' name had become well known, and people were saying, John the Baptist has risen from the dead. That is why miraculous powers are at work in him. Others were saying, he is Elijah, and still others, he is a prophet, like one of the prophets of old. But when Herod heard this, he said, John, whom I beheaded, has risen from the dead. For Herod himself had ordered that John be arrested and bound and imprisoned, on account of his brother Philip's wife Herodias, whom Herod had married. For John had been telling Herod, It is not lawful for you to have your brother's wife. So Herodias held a grudge against John, and wanted to kill him. But she had been unable, because Herod feared John and protected him, knowing that he was a righteous and holy man. When he heard John's words, he was greatly perplexed, yet he listened to him gladly. On Herod's birthday, her opportunity arose. Herod held a banquet for his nobles and military commanders and the leading men of Galilee. When the daughter of Herodias came and danced, she pleased Herod and his guests. And the king said to the girl, Ask me for whatever you wish, and I will give it to you. And he swore to her, Whatever you ask of me, I will give you, up to half my kingdom. Then she went out and asked her mother, What should I request? And her mother answered, The head of John the Baptist. At once the girl hurried back to the king with her request, I want you to give me the head of John the Baptist on a platter immediately. The king was consumed with sorrow, but because of his oaths and his guests, he did not want to refuse her. So without delay, the king commanded that John's head be brought in. He sent an executioner who went and beheaded him in the prison. The man brought John's head on a platter and presented it to the girl who gave it to her mother. When John's disciples heard about this, they came and took his body and placed it in a tomb. Meanwhile, the apostles gathered around Jesus and brought him news of all they had done and taught. And he said to them, Come with me privately to a solitary place, and let us rest for a while. For many people were coming and going, and they did not even have time to eat. So they went away in a boat by themselves to a solitary place. But many people saw them leaving and recognized them. They ran together on foot from all the towns and arrived before them. When Jesus stepped ashore and saw a large crowd, he had compassion on them because they were like sheep without a shepherd. And he began to teach them many things. By now the hour was already late. So the disciples came to Jesus and said, This is a desolate place, and the hour is already late. Dismiss the crowd, so they can go to the surrounding countryside and villages and buy themselves something to eat. But Jesus told them, You give them something to eat they asked him, Should we go out and spend two hundred denarii to give all of them bread to eat? Go and see how many loaves you have, he told them. And after checking, they said, Five and two fish. Then Jesus directed them to have the people sit in groups on the green grass. So they sat down in groups of hundreds and fifties. Taking the five loaves and the two fish, And looking up to heaven, Jesus spoke a blessing and broke the loaves. Then he gave them to his disciples to set before the people. And he divided the two fish among them all. They all ate and were satisfied. And the disciples picked up twelve basketfuls of broken pieces of bread and fish. And there were five thousand men who had eaten the loaves. Immediately, Jesus made his disciples get into the boat and go on ahead of him to Bethsaida while he dismissed the crowd. After bidding them farewell, he went up on the mountain to pray. When evening came, the boat was in the middle of the sea, and Jesus was alone on land. He could see that the disciples were straining to row, because the wind was against them. About the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went out to them, walking on the sea. He intended to pass by them, but when they saw him walking on the sea, they cried out, thinking he was a ghost, for they all saw him and were terrified. But Jesus spoke up at once, Take courage, it is I, do not be afraid. Then he climbed into the boat with them, and the wind died down, and the disciples were utterly astounded. For they had not understood about the loaves, but their hearts had been hardened. When they had crossed over, they landed at Gennesaret and moored the boat. As soon as they got out of the boat, the people recognized Jesus and ran through that whole region, carrying the sick on mats to wherever they heard he was. And wherever he went, villages and towns and countrysides, they laid the sick in the marketplaces and begged him just to let them touch the fringe of his cloak. And all who touched him were healed. Luke 9 Then Jesus called the twelve together, and gave them power and authority over all demons, and power to cure diseases. And he sent them out to proclaim the kingdom of God, and to heal the sick. Take nothing for the journey, he told them. No staff, no bag, no bread, no money, no second tunic. Whatever house you enter, stay there until you leave that area. If anyone does not welcome you, shake the dust off your feet when you leave that town as a testimony against them. So they set out and went from village to village, preaching the gospel and healing people everywhere. When Herod the Tetrarch heard about all that was happening, he was perplexed, for some were saying that John had risen from the dead, others that Elijah had appeared, and still others that a prophet of old had arisen. I beheaded John, Herod said, but who is this man I hear such things about? And he kept trying to see Jesus. Then the apostles returned and reported to Jesus all that they had done. Taking them away privately, he withdrew to a town called Bethsaida. But the crowds found out and followed him. He welcomed them and spoke to them about the kingdom of God, and he healed those who needed healing. As the day neared its end, the twelve came to Jesus and said, Dismiss the crowd so they can go to the surrounding villages and countryside for lodging and provisions, for we are in a desolate place here. But Jesus told them, You give them something to eat. We have only five loaves of bread and two fish, they answered, unless we go and buy food for all these people. There were about five thousand men. He told his disciples, Have them sit down in groups of about fifty each. They did so, and everyone was seated. Taking the five loaves and the two fish, and looking up to heaven, Jesus spoke a blessing and broke them. Then he gave them to the disciples to set before the people. They all ate and were satisfied, and the disciples picked up twelve basketfuls of broken pieces that were left over. One day, As Jesus was praying in private, and the disciples were with him, he questioned them, Who do the crowds say I am? They replied, Some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, and still others that a prophet of old has arisen. But what about you, Jesus asked, Who do you say I am? Peter answered, The Christ of God. Jesus strictly warned them not to tell this to anyone. The Son of Man must suffer many things, he said. He must be rejected by the elders, chief priests, and scribes, and he must be killed and on the third day be raised to life. Then Jesus said to all of them, If anyone wants to come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. For whoever wants to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. What does it profit a man to gain the whole world, yet lose or forfeit his very self? If anyone is ashamed of me and my words, the Son of Man will be ashamed of him when he comes in his glory and in the glory of the Father and of the holy angels. But I tell you truthfully, Some who are standing here will not taste death before they see the kingdom of God. About eight days after Jesus had said these things, he took with him Peter, John, and James and went up on a mountain to pray. And as he was praying, the appearance of his face changed and his clothes became radiantly white. Suddenly, two men, Moses and Elijah, began talking with Jesus. They appeared in glory and spoke about his departure, which he was about to accomplish at Jerusalem. Meanwhile, Peter and his companions were overcome by sleep. But when they awoke, they saw Jesus' glory and the two men standing with him. As Moses and Elijah were leaving, Peter said to Jesus, Master, it is good for us to be here. Let us put up three shelters, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. He did not know what he was saying. While Peter was speaking, a cloud appeared and enveloped them, and they were afraid as they entered the cloud. And a voice came from the cloud, saying, This is my son whom I have chosen. Listen to him. After the voice had spoken, Only Jesus was present with them. The disciples kept this to themselves, and in those days they did not tell anyone what they had seen. The next day, when they came down from the mountain, Jesus was met by a large crowd. Suddenly a man in the crowd cried out, Teacher, I beg you to look at my son, for he is my only child. A spirit keeps seizing him, and he screams abruptly. It throws him into convulsions so that he foams at the mouth. It keeps mauling him and rarely departs from him. I begged your disciples to drive it out, but they were unable. O unbelieving and perverse generation, Jesus replied, how long must I remain with you and put up with you? Bring your son here. Even while the boy was approaching, the demon slammed him to the ground in a convulsion. But Jesus rebuked the unclean spirit, healed the boy, and gave him back to his father. And they were all astonished at the greatness of God. While everyone was marveling at all that Jesus was doing, he said to his disciples, Let these words sink into your ears. The Son of Man is about to be delivered into the hands of men. But they did not understand this statement. It was veiled from them so that they could not comprehend it, and they were afraid to ask him about it. Then an argument started among the disciples as to which of them would be the greatest. But Jesus, knowing the thoughts of their hearts, had a little child stand beside him. And he said to them, "'Whoever welcomes this little child in my name welcomes me, "'and whoever welcomes me welcomes the one who sent me. "'For whoever is the least among all of you, he is the greatest.' "'Master,' said John, "'we saw someone driving out demons in your name, "'and we tried to stop him, because he does not accompany us.' "'Do not stop him,' Jesus replied." For whoever is not against you is for you. As the day of his ascension approached, Jesus resolutely set out for Jerusalem. He sent messengers on ahead, who went into a village of the Samaritans to make arrangements for him. But the people there refused to welcome him, because he was heading for Jerusalem. When the disciples, James and John, saw this, they asked, Lord, do you want us to call down fire from heaven to consume them? But Jesus turned and rebuked them, and he and his disciples went on to another village. As they were walking along the road, someone said to Jesus, I will follow you wherever you go. Jesus replied, Foxes have dens, and birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has no place to lay his head. Then he said to another man, Follow me. The man replied, Lord, first let me go and bury my father. But Jesus told him, Let the dead bury their own dead. You, however, go and proclaim the kingdom of God. Still another said, I will follow you, Lord, but first let me bid farewell to my family. Then Jesus declared, No one who puts his hand to the plow and then looks back is fit for the kingdom of God. Thanks for listening, and join us tomorrow as we listen to God's Word. Questions or comments? Email us at info at org.